0: She happens, y'all, but we got this. Natalie Riddell, commander in chic here with my magical sister cousin, Jane. Hi. Hi, Janie poo <laughs> We are today talking about something that I have not put any thought into because I'm not dying to talk about it. I don't know why. I'm just going to rip the band-aid off.
1: <laughs> We're going to rip it off. Okay, I've heard some of this before, though. Okay, well that's good. I don't maybe I not mean, all of it, but some of it.
0: Well, you probably have. Anyway, okay, so this once upon a time <laughs> there was a single mom <laughs> the, the... <laughs> who couldn't sleep at night because she was worried about her baby boy, mm. and would get scared at night and was not coping well. With stress. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I like I'm gonna start crying.
1: <laughs> Wait, why am I crying? This is a because, funny. Shoot, no, it's not funny. It's not funny.
2: Okay, crap. I thought this was gonna be an easy one because it was gonna be the funny parts, but
1: it's really well, there will be funny f- parts. Listen, everybody, there's gonna be tears and there's gonna be laughter, and we're gonna enjoy every second of it. So don't okay. apologize for your tears. This is not. I don't know easy. where that came
0: from. I was trying to be funny.
1: <laughs> well,
0: it, because it's because it's hard. That is, it I is mean, hard. Um. So, this is my, like basically um, the first part of what was my family intervention to get me to rehab, right? Um. And I mean, once upon a time there was a single mom
2: with the cutest kid,
0: and who I just felt like I had the way the world. On my shoulders, and um, you did. I kind of did. And my coping mechanism was alcohol, because mm-hmm. it numbed stuff. It made me feel better for a second. It didn't fix a damn thing. It also did, you know, count is counteractive to any antidepressants,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I need to not. I need to work um, an anti-anxiety, which I need to work. Um. So, anyway, I was a single mom with Skyler. He was about nine. I was doing a great job in my job. Skylar has just always been a great kid, so he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from the outside, it really looked like we had it together. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, for the most part. Because um, I really would, like, drink two bottles of wine at night. After I put Skylar to bed. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not, it's an entirely black and white like that, but mostly I was killing at my job, starting my lawnmower right. in my little house. Um, I loved our little house that Skylar and I had, and um, we lived in just a great neighborhood near my sister and her kids and Skylar's little best friends. It was just, it was great. Um but at night, and I mean, I still do get night. That's why we started doing the live videos because at night I just right. get tired and overwhelmed. Um, but anyway, so I would cope with alcohol, and I've got—I probably started drinking like a bottle of wine by the time towards I was definitely drinking like two bottles of wine a night, mm-hmm. I'd say. Okay, and didn't have hangovers, so I would just get up and. I mean, I'm sure that I had some kind of hangover, but I would sure. kind of just get up and do it all again and do a Cub Scout mom, get scoured of soccer, do great at my job. Right. Lie in bed and cry at night. Um, so I met my my husband now, John. Um, when we got, after we got married, I mean, that's a whole other kind of story, which we'll do another time. So I'm mm-hmm. just doing the abbreviated <laughs> They abbreviated, we met and got married, <laughs> yes, which is not accurate. Um, but we were married. And um, like I, I mean, one of the, one part of like addiction and alcoholism is like you're really good at lying sure. to yourself and everybody else. And it becomes very natural.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm really not. Cause you know that I can't but lie, really I, but I life. think I am. And, but I, I hid the drinking stuff, you know I mean? Like, sure. um, for the most part, I, I mean even like my best friends that live like two houses down. We're like, Natty, there's no way you're drinking two bottles of wine at night. And I would see them every day. And I'm like, right. But also I was right. Um, so, and my sister lived two blocks over, you know, I mean, it was right. like right under everybody's noses, including mine. Um, so when my husband, when John and I got married, he moved into the house with Skylar and me. And we were, our our wedding was December 8th. And okay. I was in rehab on February 22nd. So it was, it, it didn't take, long. our honeymoon <laughs> chapter was very abbreviated. <laughs> and yet he, he was kept saying like, Natty, can we not have wine tonight? And I'd be like, here's the deal. How about you pour me a glass of wine? And we'll talk about not drinking wine from now on. Right. But you pour me a glass and we'll talk about it.
1: You do what you want to do. You you do you. You don't have to have a glass of wine. And actually,
0: I'm kind of excited because that means there's more wine for me. <laughs> and if you could pour me a glass, that'd be great. And we'll just talk about it. And then maybe tomorrow we'll do it. But like for now, if you could just talk about it, let's just talk about it and get me a freaking glass of wine.
1: <laughs> so,
0: I mean it di- i mean it went long and he's like okay so i am going to stop drinking he has never been a big drinker which is weird i don't understand people that aren't <laughs> um, i'm like wait there's still stuff in that glass we're not we're le- not leaving the table right cuz i'm about to take the shit off the other table next to us and drink theirs cuz they left it so certainly you're going to finish your glass or i'm going to drink it i'm going to drink it for you okay so but he's like you know it's not an issue for him He would have like a glass of wine with dinner, but really he just didn't even drink that much then, which again, Mm -hmm. weirdo. Um, so, (laughs) so I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, Oh, so he was like, okay, I can't make her stop drinking. So I'll just quit like that. I'm sure that'll help. This is me. I'm saying what I think he said, which I mean, he said, said. so I'll quit drinking to support her. So I'm like, yay. I don't have to share wine more. (laughs) was like naughty like I and mean, he was over it because <laughs> sure. I, I mean i i hear uh, i don't quite understand why or how but as i went along i blacked out more and more like quickly black out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like not remember anything at all like <laughs> anything um even though I, even though I don't think I, I, of course I'll say, I don't think I acted drunk, but I mean, I think <laughs> I pulled, I think I didn't seem like mm-hmm. I should be blacked out when I was, right. but I was. Okay. Sure. Um, so I mean, am I doing full disclosure and just telling everybody everything? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, unless you don't want to. I mean, just you're pretty much full disclosure. That's, yeah.
0: So, and again, this is one of those things. Like, did I think this was a sign, a problem? No. no. Um, I got to where I was wetting the bed, like, mm-hmm. probably. Have I told you that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, my nice new husband <laughs> <laughs> thought he married his dream girl, and then I would wet the bed three nights a week because I was blacked out. Okay. <laughs> the luckiest guy on the freaking planet okay and then on top of that I'd be pissed at him (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm not lying I know and he'd be like um (laughs) so and I'm like well then change the sheets (laughs) so he would freaking do the linens before he went to bed and I was just like stay at home fabulous okay (laughs) Um, but he would do the linens, and I was Mm-mm. pissed at him. Okay, because that makes full logical sense. And I couldn't remember the night before anyway. So, <laughs> even now.
1: I mean, Did I will- you believe that you would wet the bed? Yeah, but it was his oh. fault.
0: <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Jane, help me. Okay? Um, I mean, the other... Okay, hold on. I Let me... Okay, I, I may well okay i'll just say it so the other the other part because it's just a true part of it and stuff that like sure you don't know till you go through it like i think we had a great sex life yeah he said i did we did (laughs) i can't freaking remember any of it so but i mean the reviews were good (laughs) (laughs) i think i i mean i felt good about about it um (laughs) From what I heard, from the reviews, no, but 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 the the problem was like after rehab, I'm I'd like we'd never done it when I was sober, and I'm like
2: you need to. (laughs) What are you doing? Like, do we do that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like, are you sure? I was that kind of girl.
0: He's like, yep. I'm like, what well, crap? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know. Well, good for me. Get it, girl. No, I'm. I, well, I'm not really kidding. Okay, so that was. I mean, I'm, I'm joking about it, but it actually was. But that a was sort of level
1: traumatizing. Of
0: blackout. Level blackout, but also like even when I came home, I was like, I, I don't really remember. Like I felt like cause we were like sort of starting over, which is sure. weird, and because. And then I couldn't drink to take the edge off. Sure. So, I mean, not that I, uh, but that's, I mean, I'm just being honest. Okay. Yeah. No. <sighs> At least the reviews were good. We'll go back to it. <laughs> let's be positive. <laughs> um, okay. So, but th- I mean, that's something like you would never think is a thing, but it right. actually was a serious thing. Sure. Um, so, anyway. Okay. So, February. So that was December. February after I'd peed in the bed countless times and put out at a good level
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and blacked out from pretty much everything after eight o'clock at night. Um, he was like, had it. I mean, mm-hmm. he kept saying like, Natty, I thought I married my dream girl. And like, you are on a one way street to a dead end. Mm-hmm. And I cannot stay here, but I cannot mm-hmm. leave you and Skylar like this. Right, and I'm like, you're just not fun. He's 20 years old. John's 20 years older than I am. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I should have known. I knew you were old, and you're grumpy, and you're not fun, and you just can't handle having a cute, fun wife. <laughs> He's like, well, I really <laughs> could handle a cute, fun wife, just not one that blacks out, and pees on the bed twice a <laughs> week. <with me." laughs> um, so of course, I mean, I responded. I did not respond well to any of it. It was sure. always like, pour me a glass of wine, and we'll talk about it. And and mm-hmm. I know he loves me and he would always just pour me a glass of wine and we'd talk about it till he couldn't do that anymore. And it hadn't been that long. And he was like, I just can't. And so, Mm -hmm. but I can't leave her without any help. So we had gotten in a fight over it the night before, which Mm -hmm. I don't remember um, at all. And the next morning he get, he used to get up really early and go to work. So he was Mm -hmm. usually gone um, or half the time was gone or whatever. I can't remember the morning, but I got Skylar for sc- We went to school. I dropped him off. I came home and in my driveway, my mom and sister were in my driveway and I'm like, Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> They're like, Ugh. um, I think my mom was like, Natty, John called us. He's leaving. He's left. Um, but he doesn't want to leave you without getting you help because he thinks you need to go to rehab. And I'm like, that is the biggest crackish I've ever heard. That is just creating drama. I know I shouldn't have married him. He's not fun. Y'all know better. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, right. So I took, you know, I'd driven Skylar to school and Drew came home. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I saw Skylar for a long time. Mm. Um, he had no idea. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So... I, ha- we are, we have good, fa- good family friends with my doctor that prescribed like the Ritalin, Ritalin and Prozac mm-hmm. and what my, my anxiety and depression stuff and mm-hmm. ADD stuff, all the, all the things, my all mock things. Tail, my mock yes. not really, but, um, and I'd been, I'd seen that to him for a long, I'd seen this doctor for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. and he, so there is in our town, like a mental hospital that serves like the whole county. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, my sister called him cause we're also family friends and was like, okay, we think, you know, we're, we've, we're have, we have we have had a family intervention with Natalie. We don't know what to do with her. We don't know what we're doing. Where do we send her right. to rehab? Like, hey help. And he, I got, I, I may not be again, like some of these stories that I tell, I don't, some of it, I think maybe I've just pieced together. Like, I don't know exactly sure. what the play by play was and I've never asked. Sure. So, for sure. But the gist is I think she was of like your knowledge. to the best of my knowledge, you need to get her in somewhere immediately so that she mm-hmm. doesn't try and like take her life or drink or you right. know, drive through and eat four tequila worms, which is was what I would have probably done. Mm-hmm. Um you gotta get her in somewhere and then we'll get her to a rehab facility. And so my sister's like, um, you know, like, where do you even start looking for rehab facilities? Right. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's like, how do we even do this? Sure. So, mom and Allison were there, and we're like, pack your bag, and we're going to the hospital, The mental hospital. It's called Lifestream.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, because we don't know what else to do. <laughs> right. Like, I think, that, you know, they had just been counseled that, like, I was going, I don't know. I don't remember how they told me. But basically, I was in the back of the car thinking, and, and, and they said, you know, John has left. Right. Um, but he just didn't want you not to get help. So, he's gone. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're going to take you to get help. And I remember being really mad. But more than mad, I was relieved. Um, right. I was worried about Skyler. Kind of confused. Certain that I was not an alcoholic, but that I probably did need some help. Sure. But I, w- I didn't have a drinking problem. Right. But maybe I just could use some help, a little bit of help or whatever. Okay. Right. And that's really what I was saying. Um, and that John was gone. Okay. So now we're on the way to the mental hospital. They check me in. Mm-hmm. Um, they put there, it's like anything that could possibly be harm to you or others you don't have
2: so i basically ended up after sorry i think this makes me feel (laughs) stressed sure um after they like go through
0: your bag Mm -hmm. i basically was left with like two t-shirts a pair of shorts and two pairs of clean underwear and Mm -hmm. literally they take everything else like they don't want they think you'll hang yourself with your bra You could stab yourself with your toothbrush. You have to check out a toothbrush. It's, I mean... so crazy. It was a lot. I mean, the frisking and, like, the stripping down. They take all your clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean, the airport lady part story ain't got nothing on this, honey. (laughs) The other part is because it's a mental hospital. This didn't happen like... "Mm," Well, it sort of does. They treat you like you're a mental patient. Sure. So anything I would say it was like okay honey yep yep, we'll get it and I'm like Mm -hmm. wait I don't think you're taking me seriously but like you you know what I mean I just felt so out of control and so like not listened to I mean it wasn't even like their fault it's just they're used to sure okay so anyway live stream serves our county in Florida and it mm-hmm. is that hospital is a mental hospital but it's also a de- detox center
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm supposed to get this detox part mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell's going on so I'm just sure doing the you're thing you're doing just the just like whatever I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm what I'm not in control so I'm just <laughs> yeah I haven't you people talk amongst yourselves okay <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm supposed to go into the detox thing so that I can go through detox and then get me to a place. and That I'm mm-hmm. safe and not drinking tequila. Um, so I go through the whole thing. I get to my room. There's this girl that kind of reminds me of like not Bonnie Wright. Reba McIntyre. Yes. Like a young this is my roommate. My first roommate. Mm-hmm. A young Reba McIntyre. Um, but with a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, in shock still. I mean, like, I don't even... Sure. I'm like, in... It's crazy. So, she's, like, kind of chatty. And I'm, like, she seems kind of normal. And then she's, like, oh, but I'll show you why I'm in here. I'm, like, okay. So, she pulls up her gown and has cut across her thighs and lady parts. Oh, my gosh. I hate you. To her husband. Oh. Cut uh, herself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like a so little I'm message. Like, yeah, but it was big message. <laughs> It was big and big and loud, and I'm sitting on the edge of my bed. Like, what is happening? Also, is she got sharp objects in here? Is she going to try and cut my vagina? Like, what is happening, Jane? What is happening? All the way across her inner thighs. I've never seen. I will never be able to unsee that. Oh my goodness! So, um, I mainly sat there, just thinking, like how did I get here? I mean, I literally dropped Skylar off at school two hours ago. Right. And now I am in a padded room with a woman who cut her vagina today. Oh, <sighs> okay. So oh my gosh. that began the first of three or four long days there. Um, after about 24 hours there between the cut vagina, then um, I made the mistake of, <laughs> trying to use the phone so there's they keep you out of your bedroom sure um until it's sleeping time and vagina carving time
1: wait wait, but why do they keep you out of your bedroom
0: (laughs) just i think because it's they i don't i guess it's safer they want everybody in one room okay so you mostly are in this main big common area of like seating and chairs with a bunch of just people with carved vaginas hanging out all day (laughs) um and two phones there's, like, a guy's side and a woman's side, but everybody okay. kind of mills around. Sure. Um, I mean, you can, like, I just literally just sat there with, like, my eyes bugging out of my head half the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of trying to just process everything. Right. So, I made the mistake. Okay, wait. So, the first night, I'm starting to get anxiety around 2 o'clock. Because Skylar's going to be done at three. So who's getting Skylar? This is is, the first afternoon. This is the first day. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to go. I'll come back. But it's 2.30. Like my kid's in the pickup line.
1: Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who's getting Skylar? Like, who's getting Skylar? What are you telling Skylar? Like, I've got to go. Right. Oh, Jane. I know. <laughs> so, anyway, I mean, what could I do? Nothing. Right. So,
0: um, I tried, so I got the phone, mm-hmm. which was a huge mistake because there's a woman that, like, permanently lives here, I think. I don't know. <laughs> She's, like, 6'2. She reminded me of Big Bird. I don't remember why. <laughs> um, I went to pick up the phone, and she came flying across the room at me. Um, the nurses like held her back, and they were all like, "Oh, you're new." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," and they're like, "You can't use the phone cause what she's okay." Meanwhile, she's sixty-five and is sure that she is carrying George Clooney's baby, and he calls. If that phone, like nobody's allowed to use the phone because he might. Call her to check in on the baby and everything. She's 65. Mm -mm. So she lost her marbles. So I'm like, wait, but I I appreciate that. And I'm really glad to hear about their baby, but I need to use the phone
1: because my kids
0: at the pickup line and I just need to like find out what's going on. He's just picking him up. Um, so I never really got to use the phone because the lady, um, I did, at that point, see, like, in the back of the parking lot, John's car. Because, mm. you know, he was gone. Done. Permanently done. Right. And I'm like, oh, he's in the back of the parking lot. I can see him. Mm. And he stayed till they made him leave that night. Um, Just in his car? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... So, I'm probably not even telling these in order. Because it's all very, like, sure. <laughs> So that – it's maybe the second day. I don't know. Um, so the nurses come and, like, bring you your meds and those little paper mm-hmm. white cups. You're mm-hmm. shuffling around in, like, socks and a gown. Mm-hmm. I still don't know where the hell Skylar is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, here are your meds. And I'm like, actually, those aren't my meds. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one is, but that's mm-hmm. not my – I've never seen that pill before. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, honey, you're good. Just here, take take it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, wait, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there are days in my life when we could probably mess around with Prozac. Today's not right. one of them.
1: Right. So
0: if y'all could just get my meds right, like, I would feel mm-hmm. a lot better. And they're like, okay, honey, in the meantime, go ahead and take these. Mm-hmm. We'll get you the doctor. You need to take the pills. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but they're not right. And they're like, right. Are you objecting to your meds? Like it's starting to be like a thing, and I'm like,
2: I don't know. <laughs> These aren't my meds. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> okay. Why is this hard? I didn't think this would be hard, Jane. It's gonna be hard. I thought this would be funny. It's not funny.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So anyway, after like 3 days, I was like nobody in here it seems like they're in detox. Right. Like everybody's Oh, then the... oh, I forgot the puzzle piece. <laughs> okay, so I'm like okay, I just have to like you know how I like to separate myself, disengage. Yeah. You know, deny all the things. So I'm like okay, this is too much. Like, I'm just going to have to, like, deal, you know, just hang in there. And, um, I mean, they have, like, puzzles and books and stuff. I could not read. I mean, I couldn't even begin to read. Sure. Half the pages have been eaten out anyway. So, <laughs> sure. <I'm> not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm like, well, that sucks. Um, so, and I love puzzles. So I found a puzzle. And this nicest guy, like, an older guy, he came and sat down with me. I was, I was really in mostly a state of, like, just keep Shock. it together yeah god will get us through this keep it together <laughs> skylar's gonna be fine god has a plan seek ye first the kingdom of god all mm-hmm. the things that i was trying to tell myself and um so he sits down it's like really nice and like starts chatting and i'm like oh he's doing the puzzle oh my god maybe there's somebody like hey, i'm not the only one right That's not carrying george Clooney's baby in here um <laughs> And then he starts to eat the puzzle, Jane. He was eating, like, I needed the edge pieces, and he was eating them. <laughs> when I tell you, like, I was like, that's it. I can't. I can't. Like, I really can't. So I'm like, screw George Clooney's baby's mama. I'm getting on that freaking phone, and I'm calling my sister. I cannot have my puzzle being eaten anymore. I just am done. So I call Allison, and I'm like... What is going on? What you, Y'all you said it was a detox thing. There is no, there, the word detox has not even been brought up. People are eating my puzzle. My roommate carved her vagina. Like the books have pages that have been eaten out of them. George Clooney's baby's mama is here. She's trying to beat me up for the phone. And Allison's like, what is, what, what is going on? I'm like, why are you asking me? I just told you what's going on. She was like, okay, wait, let me call the doctor. So she calls the doctor and they come in and get me and they're like, okay, so it turns out the detox is currently full. So we had to put you in the higher alert mental hospital because oh my what, what honestly Jane and I started, this is what the other thing that was happening after 72 hours, you know, you start going places in your head and I'm like, is this what happens when you really go crazy? like I don't feel like I've really gone crazy but I wonder if that's what really going crazy feels like you think everybody else mm-hmm. is crazy
2: mhm
0: and so they've ch- changed my meds to get me uncrazy and now I'm trapped in here and I can't get to my kid mhm and I think I've gone crazy or I've not gone crazy and they think I've gone crazy I don't know which one's worse right um it's
1: like a bad movie
0: it was horrible meanwhile all I can see is skylar Like, where's my mom? You know, I mean, I was his, it was the two of us from the time he was like 16 months old. I mean, it was only the two of us, really, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, and that was fine because the two of us had been great, but I was just gone. And like, I wasn't there to explain why I was gone. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine that. I can't imagine how he felt, you know. Well, he was taken care of. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? He had your mama (laughs) and your sister. They took care of him.
2: (laughs) I mean, the only way I got through any of it is like, I just have to, the only way to get, the fastest way to get back to him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The fastest way to get back to him is to get sober and stay sober. And we're, I'm never doing this again, too. Right. And I mean, that's where I am now, 12 years later, literally. <laughs> I've tried to do that for 12 years.
1: And you have. I yeah.
2: I just want to get back to my kid, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, all those stories that I thought would be funny aren't funny at all. Maybe they are at it. I don't know. Anyway, so they
0: tried to find, um, it helped me a lot to know that I wasn't, that I was
2: not nuts. I mean, I, I'm nuts. Right. But, I mean, because the bottom line is, even if that, I wasn't that level of needing help, like I was in, in the mental hospital because I needed help. Right, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not yes. like it wasn't that big of a mistake, right? Um, and I
0: had one phone conversation with John, and I just remember saying,
2: "How and how could you do this to me?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Um, babe, if you think this is what I want for you or for me, this is like my worst nightmare."
0: So, if you really think this is what I want, you don't understand us at all, you know. Right. Um, And I also remember saying to my mom, like, what in the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. This is like, these are all my phone conversations when George Clooney's wife was in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Or somewhere. I'm mm-hmm. um, taking her prenatal vitamins, probably. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember saying to my mom, like, what in hell are you doing? And she was mm-hmm. like. Natty let me just assure you I have no idea nobody ever prepares you for your adult child going to
2: rehab like there's no book on this so we don't know what we're doing you know (laughs) (laughs) so anyway um, meanwhile
0: they had researched different rehab places, and the doctor that's our good friend recommended University of Florida, where my dad went to law school, is in Gainesville, right. like an hour north of where we lived. And Shan's hospital and medical facility is really great, and they have a recovery place there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after maybe four days in the mental hospital thing, John came and got me to drive me there. Um, I still couldn't see Skylar. And um, so we drove to Gainesville. Mm -hmm. And um, when you get there, so really where I was in my hometown was not like, you know, where, where we went at Shans is a recovery center set up for this. You know what I mean? Like the other was kind of more like a, just a detox sort of holding tank, whatever. Um, not that I ever saw the detox side, but rumor has it there is one. Um, so we get to the hospital place, the Shan's one, the recovery center. Um, and they are, they have like all this intake questionnaires and paperwork and and my thought, of course, is thank the Lord, like the people. In my hometown. They just didn't know. Because they're not really set up for recovery. Sure. These people will know. And I can answer mm-hmm. these damn questions. And go the hell home and get my kid. Mm-hmm. um, And maybe cut back on drinking a little bit. Right. But I, thank the Lord. We're finally around some trained effing professionals. Mm-hmm. So I answer all these questions. <laughs> not kidding when I tell you. I'm like okay. So can we go now? And she was like mm-hmm. yeah. To... The third floor, room four hundred eight, where you'll finish your detox. Mm. And I'm like, no, I just explained. I just answered this question, (laughs) and I just explained. Aren't you trained in addiction Mm and alcoholism stuff? And she was like, honey, you need to get a room. Mm -hmm. You're 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 an alcoholic, and you need to stay here. And I nobody ever said that Mm -hmm. term, and um. I just remember being shocked, sure, and still kind of thinking they weren't right. And I'm not kidding when I say that I've been mean, actually really shocked sure. God, they're bad. Great, Everybody's screwed up. Right. Um, so John can only take me. There's like a door. I mean, it's like high, it's secure. A lot of security stuff because they're worried. Sure. Um, you know, alcohol detox is like heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. It's like they're in the same level of like difficulty detoxing. Um, I did not have too terrible of a time with it. Mm-hmm. Not like some you know some people really go into like horrible shakes and sure. like there's a lot of bad physical stuff. Mm-hmm. Mine was more like emotional torment about Skylar. Mm. Um and i i didn't find out till later like literally every day at 2:30 i'm like i have to go pick him up and so mm-hmm. i i really was a train wreck um and they had me on suicide watch every afternoon mm-hmm. i had i did not know that until much later um i just couldn't keep it together sure i didn't even i mean i just couldn't keep it together i anyway so um The first couple of days you stay in the detox part. Then they move you to, which feels it very. feel
1: more like detox versus like a mental hospital? Yes. Like you felt more like you were appropriately placed. Yes. For what you were there for at least. I mean, I know you were yes. still not thinking you needed to be there, but. No. Well, oh, okay. I got to say that part. So, um. This
0: facility felt like a, hosp- a hospital. I mean, you really felt like you were in like a medical, like a hospital, you know, the rooms. It felt mm-hmm. medical, very medical. Like the nurses on the floor all the time. I had my own room. Mm-hmm. um, But they were like very attentive to like have people, because some people that were detoxing were in really bad shape.
1: Mm hmm.
0: I was like emotional train wreck. They worry about suicide stuff and everything. So the, those, those nurses are on like high alert, managing all the people in that area. Um, the first night they have local AA meetings and in, in a um, narcotics anonymous and alcoholics anonymous meetings at that hospital And like the cafeteria area, like all the time, you know, regularly, people like that are Mm -hmm. just go attend meetings. You can go there. So the first night, they were like, you know, we go to that meeting from here. Um, and it was a lot of people in that meeting. I'd never really been, so I'm like, I don't, I don't understand, right? But at the end of the meeting, they're like, you know, is this anybody's first day sober? That wants to pick up a chip, and I'm I mean, you know, I'm not kidding when I say this. I'm like, oh, Aw, that's awesome. Good for like true story, Jane. And I'm looking around like, oh yay, somebody's doing it. <laughs> and then I kind of look around, and I'm like, why is everybody effing looking at me? <laughs> and the nurse was like, you know, like go you should go up there. Okay, and I'm like, why? And I I mean I'm not kidding when I say that. And then I was like, Okay, I'm just going to do it so everybody stops looking at me. Sure. And so I I just went and got one. So I'm like, okay, can everybody stop looking at me? (laughs) Please. Thank you. So that night, it sort of started to sink in. Mm -hmm. Like, would all five nurses at the highly trained addiction center be wrong? Right. And also... Like I really was on a one way street to a dead end. Like, would my did my new husband, who think he married the girl of her dreams, his dreams, really want to ship me off after being married for five weeks? Right. Does my sister really want me here? Do my parents really want right. me here? Oh,
1: probably right. not. Is this easier for anybody?
0: No. So Right. am I supposed to have that poker chip? And maybe is the most direct line from point A to point B, which is Skylar
2: mm-hmm.
0: always has been, always will be the fastest, like the quickest way to get back to him is I get sober. I'm going to work my ass, whatever they tell me to do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am doing it and I'm doing it twice
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm doing it better than it's ever been done mm-hmm. so that I can get it to my baby. -hmm. And I'm never coming back here.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. We're gonna do this. It's hard. It's painful. We're gonna power through it, and we're only doing it once. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the only way I got through it. Mm -hmm. But I decided, right then and there, we are not squandering this. You know, we we are gonna make the most of this and get back to that boy. Mm -hmm. And. I spent the rest of the time there like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't most, you know, a lot of people are mad. Sure. I mean, I, like I'm not saying I didn't have those emotions. Cause I did. Right. Right. Resentful, mm-hmm. pissed, angry, still want to drink. Mm-hmm. I just wanted Skylar. Mm-hmm. And, um, it saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next sort of, I don't know. I don't. I mean, we had no plan for this talk. I'm just, you know, yeah, rambling. But in line with that, and I might as well just touch on it and be done with it. But so that was February 22nd. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him. After never going a day without that kid. Mm-hmm. Till Palm Sunday. Mm. Um, I knew he was coming. And I was terrified about how I was going to. Well. First and foremost. I just wanted to see his face. Sure. I wanted to put my hands on his little face. And tell him that I was sorry. Mm-hmm. And that it really was going to be okay. And. Um. Behind that emotion was just, how am I going to explain this to this kid? Mm-hmm. Um. So my whole life as a mama, mm-hmm. he and I traveled some, you know, fl- taking flights and things, and always on the airplane, I would say to him, like they always say, you know, put your oxygen mask on first before any children. And every time they'd say that, I'd say, Sky, you know I hate that And he's like, I know mama, you wanna put mine on mm-hmm. And every time we got on the airplane, I'm always like, I hate it so much and I just want you to know what I want to do is I wanna put your mask on. But do you understand do you understand what the pilot means when he says that? I just want you to know what I want to do is put your mask on, but if something happens and your mama Puts on
2: her mask first. It's because I on my mask. I can't save you. Mm -hmm. So in church, that mom said he was coming. I was like, God, help me find a way to tell that kid. Mm -hmm. And the the sermon that day was something about air flight. It had nothing to do with like what I was talking about. It's just somehow like it came to me like, oh, my God, it's the the oxygen mask. Like he Mm -hmm. will totally get that. So, when he got there and I saw him for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> and he was honestly just so glad to be
1: there.
2: Mm-hmm. And I said to him, "Sky, listen, I don't know how to tell you this, but here's what we're doing. I'm not coming home today. And you can't stay, but I'll be home soon. And I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we get on the airplanes?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: and he said, Mom, I know. It's your mask. <laughs> oh my god. I have to talk about this makeup palette later because I think this eyeshadow is actually <laughs> holding up. <laughs> I have not remember the last time I cried this hard, Jane. <laughs> but it, like you said, I know it's like your mask, and I was mm-hmm. like, it's like your mask, my mask. So, like, that was incredible. I mean, was just, anyway, and that's how I was seeing it. Like I said, to him, let me just finish this.
0: Yeah, I'm trying really hard to get better, and figure this out, and get stronger. And I'm getting stronger every day, and I'm gonna come home, and we're gonna be okay. And he was like, "Mama, I know." And um, and I mean that's where I, that's where every day I'm like, whatever the hell they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. If they tell you to do cartwheels butt naked up Interstate 75. <laughs> I'll do them twice. If I have to talk about painful crap, if I have, I mean, yoga meditation, I, I don't care what they tell me to do. I'm doing it. Right. It's all just a path to get back to my kid. And so I did. And I tried to just maximize it. And I just was determined to like work through as much as I could get better as fast as I could. Um, And I mean, people have said before, like, is that, um, would you recommend that recovery place? And I absolutely would. I mean, I I owe them my life, but I also think it's kind of what you do with it. I mean, are there things that, right. You know, I mean, like it, it doesn't really matter where you go. It's. Whether you take advantage of it. I mean, that's not entirely true. But you know what I mean? Well, yes. That does have a lot to do with it. It's not just. A lot of people were mad to be there. Sure. And like, just would try to go to the grocery store and get like Benadryl. You know? Uh, yeah. My, my my thing was like, I am going to be, I'm sitting in the front row class. I'm going to study. Yeah. I'm going to ace all the tests. Um. So... The next week was Easter. I just want to talk. But I just want to get this off my chest. And then do it. we don't have to do this again.
1: Okay? Because it's harder than I thought. This is gonna... Well, I don't know why. It's hard. Well, it just... it, it's not that you don't know why. It's because it is hard. It's like one of the hardest things you've ever gone through. So it's okay that it's hard. And it's okay that it's emotional. Like, We're not talking about going to Disney World here. Like we're talking about like when this is serious. Um, so the next week was Easter Mm
0: -hmm. and they had like courtyard, a courtyard where your family could come visit or whatever. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's like you're walled in there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not like the courtyard of Versailles. (laughs) just right. as a comparison mm-hmm. um so mom and dad brought skylar on easter which i mean i've always loved easter but like the whole fresh rebirth you know yes. all the things like it just i have a it gave me a new love deeper love for palm sunday and easter after all this but yeah so they brought his easter basket and you know how, you know, I love a theme.
2: Yes, you do. So I always did, tried so hard to make everything magical, and but I did. couldn't do it when I was there, you know, so all the little things I always did. <laughs> I don't, he didn't have that Easter, but they brought his Easter basket and I hid eggs in that stupid
0: courtyard. Mm-hmm. And you know how cute Sky is?
2: He's and he, he is so freaking his cute and head. his little
0: toe head blonde he was so freaking happy to be there mm-hmm. and he's looking for little eggs all around this like fenced in courtyard at this hospital
2: and i'm not kidding like that moment for me was like this is never happening again. I mean, that
0: that particular moment mm-hmm. is one of the things that has kept me sober because I was seriously sad to myself because I felt sort of sick. Com- you know, it's just so not the Easter that sure. I would have wanted for him. And I remember feeling sort of devastated by that. But then you'd see the look on his face. He was so happy. Sure. Like, so happy to be there. All the things. But I remember saying to myself, this is, this is okay this year. This right. is what it
2: is. This is like a road to recovery. We are never doing this again. This child mm-hmm. will never do this again. We're grateful for it this year because this is what it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you said to myself, you are know, like, you have to remember this. <laughs> you cannot ever forget. This. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even now, when I have a hard day, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just picture his little blonde head looking for eggs. i like, we're never doing that again. I will never do that to him again.
1: Mm-hmm. And I haven't. No, you haven't. Anyway. Okay. You're amazing. Can, can I order pizza? I feel like I need Reese's yeah. cups and the snacks. We need, and... wait, these are all the things we need. Ready? Rebecca, <laughs> Alexa, <order>. get pizza. <laughs> Alexa. We need green olive pizza from Fresh Brothers. We need and Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups and the right kind of gummy, sour gummy worms, and the Albanese sour gummy bears. I might go to Publix and get the gummy bears.
0: I feel like I might need some junk food today. You, so, definitely, you definitely need the gummy bears. Definitely need the gummy bears. So start sour and they end sour. That's what's happy about them. Can you see my makeup in the video?
1: I, mean, I can't can see.
0: <laughs> Tell lit. me you can. I mean, what is happening? It's all it's... the way down my cheekbone. <laughs> um. Okay, so I stayed there for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's eight a long weeks. time. It's a long effing time. Yeah. Um. Then I came home, terrified, to not have that, you know, to be left to my own terrifying devices. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And went to an in- an outpatient place every day mm-hmm. for, I think, probably two more months. Um, and then went to AA meetings past that. Right. And...
1: Now we're at 11 and a half years. 11 and a half years later. Strong as ever. And my... And Skylar... Could... Could be prouder. That's right. Because <laughs> he says that. Couldn't be prouder. Wanted to go on that <sighs> trip with you. I mean, like, y'all just... Y'all have, like, such a great <laughs> relationship, Nettie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay you've done um, good by him I've tried he deserves it you have done really we, good we by deserve him. it and
2: I feel like I have and I feel like I certainly tried I've had to fight for my life really for him <laughs> but he, I mean he made it easier because like I've never thought I
0: deserved it I and mean, I've told you that before you know like mm-hmm. the whole like you should get sober, you know, don't get sober for anybody else. If I'm getting right. sober for me, freak, like I don't deserve to be sober. I don't like, I don't want to be sober. Right. But if you say Skylar deserves a sober mom, mm-hmm. done. Right. Um and so really I got sober sober for Skylar. Right. I stay sober for both of us. Right. Cuz it took me a while to realize that I deserved it too yeah it just took me you a while do. to get there I didn't yeah. need, I didn't feel like I did for a long time but you know I always go back to that that whole thing where like people will tell you how to recover right um you know don't do it for the wrong reason and I'm like frick that I don't whatever who cares what the reason is like stay right. sober we'll it. work the other that yeah. on the other end just don't drink today <laughs> right. don't drink today right. I don't care if it is the just, wackiest most inappropriate reason in the world yes, whatever find keeps you, you a sober reason. today
1: <laughs> yeah. take
0: your ass to bed <laughs> and we'll talk about it tomorrow yeah and I did that for a while but partly like in not drinking the guilt starts to diffuse the guilt that you don't even think is there. Right. About wetting the bed and drinking two bottles of wine at night and blacking mm-hmm. out and saying inappropriate things at parties because, you know, like all the stupid crap you do <laughs> um, and feel bad about, even if you don't kind of acknowledge that you feel bad about it, like you do feel bad. Right. But not having that guilt, you start to feel better. Yeah. And you replace the guilt with like, wait, did I stay sober today? Right. Oh my God. I've stayed sober a week. Yeah. I've stayed sober a month. Yep. And um, then you actually start to feel like I start to feel like, oh, my God, this is hard. But yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. And you're really good at it. I'm actually kind of good at it. You're really good at it. And that takes on its own sort of life. Yep. Where you start feeling proud of yourself. I mean, the other thing is. I know how hard it is for me has been for me. Mm. Recovery is no joke. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's really hard and you decide to get sober and you're sober. For me, to say work like every day again, mother mm. scrubber. I got to do this again. Like right. not just every day, like every moment of every day making the right Choices to stay away from that. Right. And so it's like there's no break. (laughs) Right. And it's not like you ever don't want a glass of wine. Right. I would love a Bloody Mary. Right. I would love a good Chardonnay. Uh And you're around that crap all the time. And people want you to drink. Yeah. If they don't know you don't drink, you know? And life is hard and your husband gets Parkinson's disease and you're overwhelmed. Your son's best friend drowns on vacation with you. Right. And you have heartache. Like life is hard. Yep. And we've had some really incredibly difficult things happen Mm -hmm. since I've been in recovery.
1: And, um, and you've handled them all. So you've gone Survived. through a lot of really hard things and you've done them all. Well,
0: not what and all pretty, but we got through them. And truthfully, like even I've, I've said this before, but like when Tyler Dreon, yep, I wanted to die. Right. Cause I felt like I was responsible for that. Right. Um, But again, it goes back to Skylar. And I was like, I know that people were concerned about my recovery. And for a minute I was. Till it occurred to me if Skylar ever needed a sober mom, it is right freaking now. Right. And when I tell you, it was never like God granted me the grace, it was never even a question. Right. And it's kind of been that way ever since. That situation for me is kind of like your worst nightmare. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, is God testing me? Yeah. Cause I'm trying really effing hard. Right. And it's hard just to be sober and I'm even trying to be open about my recovery. Right. So why? Yeah. Why is this happening? Like mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard. So why are you testing me? And I don't Mm -hmm. really believe God works that way. But I had days where I was like, sure.
1: Is this, is this like a game? A horrible Yeah, a horrible, (laughs) sick game. One thing is, I've always said, you're one of the strongest people I know. Because you and Skylar have been through so much, like, And you've done the majority of it from what I've seen. You've the majority of the like really hard crummy stuff you've done and you've done while you're sober and you're still sober. Like that takes just an incredible strength. And we've said it before, like sobriety is my superpower. No doubt. It's truly like I, I don't know where you get your strength. And I know you don't always feel strong, but you are just beaming strength all the time to me. Like, you're super strong. And also, on a lighter note, like you were saying, people want you to drink. The good thing about you is... I'm so effing (laughs) hard-headed. No, no. The good thing about you is, really, if people know you, you are the glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't I'm need already a a, of light. we don't need a cocktail to make this party <laughs> fun honey let me tell you something you don't need a cocktail because if <laughs> you have a cocktail when you're with daddy you might miss something actually fun
2: <laughs> i love you
1: well
0: and i will tell you because i'm hard-headed <laughs> and love a challenge And you know i hit well I'm, wait I, where
1: did you get being hard-headed from that's not like I know a it's family trait
0: or anything i know that's weird nobody's ever said that about <laughs> any of us <laughs> But there is, like, that whole side of me where I'm, like, I know people are watching. Right. Like, almost to see, like, I had people say to me, I bet you've had to drink because, I mean, who wouldn't? Sure. And I'm, like, this actually makes it that much more fun. Right. Not to, because actually, no, I haven't. Right. And I felt like after I was kind of pissed at God for a minute, 50 times, Mm -hmm. but one of the first (laughs) times, I was like, you know what? Actually, what this is, is an opportunity because people think, of course, she would drink. Who wouldn't? Right. And she didn't. Then if my son's best friend drowns Mm -hmm. on our vacation... I know somebody's done it. Right. Exactly. And so it became that much more important to me, even because people were watching, to be like, actually, I'm good. Right. And I really, truly believe sobriety is my superpower. It is. I mean, I'm not saying I have a superpower. But like, really, you do. my sobriety is the, best thing I ever the greatest gift I ever gave myself mm-hmm. and my family Absolutely. and my friends and anybody around that is trying to find hope and addiction
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I agree all the things you know I mean it like there was nothing good that came for me from alcohol right and so by eliminating that
1: all the things you got to see the best of you right all the time right I mean, it's not perfect. Well, no, but nobody is. But But I'm really glad. So fun to be here. I love you.
0: (laughs) I'm just glad. I I never thought. I hoped. I hoped that I would be able to do it, and I'm not done. We got tomorrow. Right. I got tonight. I hope I don't drink. Excuse my French, but I mean, it's like you're never done. Right. But. I never thought I'd be coming on a 12th year and have my son want to go with me to Europe. You know what I mean? Right. I just never, that was like my, that was like my dream at rehab Mm -hmm. to like get me out is like, you're going to be the best damn mom despite this, maybe because of this. (laughs) And you're going to look at Skylar and he's going to look at you at some day. And you're going to both realize that what a big deal it is.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel like we've gotten there, y'all absolutely have. At least for today. (laughs) Okay, I'm tired. I know this was a lot. I love you. You did so good. This hard. I know. We did. I know, but you get to go get sour gummy bears. Okay, I am. I'm not going to be on my diet tonight. I'm tired. No, diets are hard. Sour gummy bears. Get the good pizza. I'm gonna get Venny's. Get Vinny's and honor. see Tyler. if they'll put green olives on it. I will definitely. They'll do whatever. They love me. there. <laughs> you have to go to the grocery store and buy green olives for them and take them there. Just oh, say, slice care. these up. Put these bitches on that pizza. <laughs> All right. I love you. I have to go because I'm tired. I love you too. Okay. We'll talk later. Okay. Wait, we've got to sign off. I don't remember how to do it. <laughs> you want I'm me tired. to sign off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all remember this week when she hits the fan, we got this. Right. Love you, Natty.
2: Love you.